Hello people out there and welcome back to the Saturday Sleepers podcast. On Sunday we play, but on Saturday, well, Saturday's for sleeping. I'm your host and moron with a microphone, Mark Watson, and I'm joined by my glorious co-host. He's ruined more fancy teams than Arthur Smith. He's kicked more <laughs> successful field goals than Brandon Aubrey, and he scored more points last week than the Patriots and Chargers combined. It's Chris Pugh. Well, that wasn't bloody difficult, was it? <laughs> I'd be really disappointed if I hadn't scored more than those two combined. <laughs> Did you Good watch that evening, game? Mark. Uh, well, I watched the... Um, Red Zone. I, I was watching Red Zone. Uh, I decided not to watch the extended 40-minute highlight. <laughs> um, yeah, we are currently recording yeah. this on Thursday. Thursday night football, Patriots versus Steelers. Oh, I can't wait, Mark. I bet you booked tomorrow off for it. Oh, that is so exciting. <laughs> Be, when's the last time we had a nil-nil in the NFL? <laughs> anyway, we're here to give you the low-cost, high-value players of the week. But before we get into that, we missed last week because life sometimes gets in the way. Um, so we're going to look at our results from the week before that, which is week 12. Pulio, how did you do week 12? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I think we both had Gardner Minshew. We did. As quarterback. Gardner uh, Minshew. Yep, against the books. He played, uh, scored fifteen point six points. Um, Tajay Spears was a was a, a a risky pick based on the fact that Henry might not go off. Um, he did. Henry went off big time, <laughs> so uh, Spears didn't uh, get many carries. He scored one point seven points. Um, I spoke about uh, how I love redemption and a and a and a good comeback story. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling does not. Like a redemption <laughs> story and a good comeback. Uh, he only scored 0.9 points um, in his in his retribution game. Uh, thankfully, my um, my BSB Freemuth in week two of me selecting him scored 21 points in his second game of the season. So um, the Steelers' offense finally realised that he was back and he put up some big numbers for me. 39.2 in total. So for me, I had Gardner Minshew, also 15.6 against the Bucks, and at 5,100, he paid his price, I think. Um, mm. My running back was Ezekiel Elliott, 7.2 points against the Giants. Um, Ramondre fucked me there with his 21.7 points. <laughs> uh, my wide receiver, I said, if I tell you to pick up Shakir, Gabe will go off. If I tell you to pick Gabe, Shakir will go off. I picked Shakir. He got 7.7 .7 points against the Eagles. Um Gabe was the play very much so in that game. Still yeah. decent at 3,600 though, 7.7. .7. And then my tight end was Mo Ali fucking Cox with his 30-yard <laughs> bastard reception that's got four points against the Bucks. and quite frankly, fuck him. Literally the only thing the, the Egyptian god did <laughs> all game. I can't believe it. Like, when I saw Fourth down, wasn't it? Yeah, when I saw him catch that. Yeah, then he like it was like fourth and one or something crazy yeah. like that. So instead they get 30 yards to Mo oh, Ali yeah. Cox, who hasn't touched a football in the last decade. No. And yeah, I, I was raging. Like kind of secretly happy because, you know, I might beat you this week. I didn't. Yeah. I got a total of 34.5. Oh. Um, so that's put, puts you two one up. Um, but yeah, Mo, Mo Ali Cox can uh, fuck off back to obscurity now as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> that ruined my Sunday. Um, anyways, week 14. I won't 14, tell you my tight end for this week then. Honestly, if it's him, I'm going to kick <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm just glad you can't pick Freemuth again. I know. Well, he's probably the third most expensive tight end in the league now. <laughs> well, yeah. So this week, week 14, quarterback. 
Who's your sneaky Saturday sleeper quarterback, Chris Pugh? Uh, this week, um, I've I've gone really cheap this week. A couple of 5,800-ish price that mm. I was tempted with, but I thought, no, no, we'll stick with the... We'll stick with the principle of the show. Um, and I'm going for Joe Flacco. Whee. Cleveland Browns at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, his price is 4700 God, that's cheap. Um, it's ridiculously <laughs> that's like cheap. That's like second backup price, that is, isn't it? I, I, I've got a feeling Zach Wilson is more than him. And <laughs> if you've watched any football whatsoever, then you'll not really be sure of why that is um <laughs> but flacco um completed 23 of his 44 attempted passes last week against the rams in his first game of the season um first game for the browns since signing uh went for 254 yards um scored two touchdowns i feared the rams front line would would hurt him um flacco's getting on in years now um uh, but he stood strong in the pocket He's not going to get you any rushing points, let's face it. Um, he is literally just going to stand there and throw it around. Um, but with Amari Cooper back to full fitness, um, the Browns are very much still in the playoff chase. Um, they're back at home against the Jags defense that was very disappointing on Monday night against another backup quarterback um, with um, the Cincinnati Browning, is it? Um, the Cincinnati yeah. quarterback. So I'm wondering whether the Dog Pound's home crowd uh, will get behind their once sworn nemesis when he was at the Ravens for so long. Uh, so much success there. Um, uh, I think, he, yeah, so tw- tw- two touchdowns last week. I think he got about 17, 18 points. Yeah, 17.6. So, so I'm wondering, yeah, against the Jags again this week in Cleveland, whether he can replicate that and put up another 17 to 20. And at 4,700, that would be a, a, a big pull. That would be an absolute steal, actually. Mm. Like, I, you talking about him, I, I did just load it up. And yeah, 17.16 points Yeah, for less than five grand. In like your first game of the season as well. Yeah. Um, against against the solid defense, defense. So. Yeah. That's uh that that's not a bad pick. I can't can't argue with that, but I'm, Thanks, I'm about to. Um Good. so I, I I have a tendency to be quite hyperbolic with Oh with I know where this is going. Uh on this show. I, I overhyped Will Levis. You um, did. I pinned my colours to the Minshew mast way too firmly. Um and I pushed Joe the Joe Flacco agenda so hard he went from Flacco to Flacido. But <laughs> And the, don't forget the Dorian Thompson Robinson train that you were all aboard as well. <laughs> yeah, that train derailed. But this week, this week I've got it. <laughs> I saw the light last week, and I, a new goat emerged. I'm going to push to you, Jake Browning, at home against all the aboard. <laughs> all aboard the Browning Express. Now I know I was wrong in the past about quarterbacks that might not be as good as we all thought they were. I say all <laughs> me, but Jake yeah. Browning is the real deal. He's okay. only five thousand two hundred as well. Now twenty nine point seven points against the Jags last week, which if anything pushes your Joe Flacco thing a, a bit harder. Than, it does. Twenty nine points. Yeah. He got 354 yards, one touchdown, 37 attempts and 32 completions, two rush attempts with a rushing tuddy. Um, That second quarter against the Jags, he looked elite. I I thought I was watching Brady, to be honest. Um, (laughs) I I think he might be the best 
quarterback currently in the NFL. Okay. Um, I, I know you agree with me, so I won't ask your opinion yeah. on that. Yeah, there's no point. Nah. Just, yeah. <laughs> the, the Colts have given up the 19th most points or whatever. They're 19th in points given up to the position. Um, mm. Chase looked mint because he always does. Tyler Boyd's getting some action. T was quiet and he's not really getting much at the moment, but then he is still banged up, isn't he? He's one of the cheapest mm. of the guaranteed starters um, in what could be a massive week for the likes of Debo Samuel, uh, Ayuk. It sort of mm. frees, frees up the cash for them. Uh, the Seahawks and Niners could be the high-scoring shootout as long as Bosa and Fred Warner don't commit actual murder on mm-hmm. the pitch uh, and just shut them down completely. So, yeah, Jake Browning, just, just, just trust me. That's the one to go for. This is the one now. This, I've been wrong in the past and I put my yeah. hands up and I admit when I'm yeah. wrong. That's good of you. But this one, I'm not wrong. Okay. To be fair, he was different gravy last week um, against the Jags. I didn't expect him to be that good. So Goat. Um, yeah. Very well done. And a decent pick, like you say, against the Colts. Um, yeah. Struggling to argue. If I wasn't all about, if I wasn't, so mad on Flacco, then um, I'd, I'd I'd be tempted myself. Yeah, I mean, mine's probably the one to go with. Anyway, running back. Running back, running back, running back. Um, in what has been a, a disappointing season for him, um, I'm going for a, an upturn in fortunes this week. Uh, at slightly higher, 5,500. Uh, don't kill me. I'm going Alexander Madison. Um, That's not a sleeper. In what world is that a sleeper? The RB1. It's not a sleeper, is it, you dick? Chandler's been very, very close to joining that. Come on, Um, I can't wait to pick Eckler for mine. Well, that's absolutely insane, isn't it? It's 5,500, which is around the lower middle slash higher lower end picks. Um, So I'm I'm sticking with it. Um, It's been a disappointing season for him. He has struggled to take the bat on of um, running back since Dalvin Cook's departure in the offseason. Um, but there are signs he's improving in the last couple of weeks. Uh, back to do- double-digit car- carries in the last two weeks before their bye last week. Uh, and this week he's up against a Raiders defense that has been as terrified of running backs this season as Joey Barton is of women in football. Um, <laughs> He hasn't scored a rushing touchdown this year. All three scoring plays he's had have been as a receiver. So that shows that he's also got that weapon in his armory as well. Um, But I think it's time for that to change this week. Kevin O'Connell has mentioned uh, since the Bears game that they lost. (laughs) Um, That that he was questioning the quarterback situation. I mean, who wouldn't? You lost to the Bears. Um, So... (laughs) So I'm kind of expecting more carries for the runners uh, for the backfield. Um, and I'm thinking a double-figure fantasy score is incoming for Madison this week. I don't even know what to say to all that. Like, You've just picked a starting running back. That's I like... have, I, last week I picked Tajay Spears. He got 1.7 points. I, I have to I have to meld, meld? Mold the, the success of my team with the the cost efficiency of it no you, i think that's that's the sleeper you have you've lost your way you've become no, no, so no. transfixed in this league that you're now winning 2-1 in that it's clouded <laughs> your, your judgment I, no. I no it's fine mate i can't wait to hear your cheeky sleeper devonta smith for your wide receiver uh, option because he's not wide receiver one did, did you mention a debo samuel last yeah I, I didn't say picking though did i <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, i can't believe it i don't yeah 
Fuck you. Um, Who have you gone for, Mark? My running back yeah. is Damian Pierce. Okay. Which what, is, was he 5,000? 5,000 away against yeah, the I Jets. Yeah, I loved him. He, yeah. He's a sleeper now. He wouldn't have been at the start of the season. But no. I, I think he's slipped I agree. into a deep sleep. Uh, Talking role. of disappointing seasons. Yeah, he's, he's, mm. he is coming back from injury slowly. He had five rush attempts in week 12. He tripled that in week 13. So okay. he is getting more of a, a workload. His receiving yeah. yards are a bit of a worry because Singletary takes most of the pass-catching action. Mm. Um, he was a monster last season, though. Yes. He started to drop off towards the end, but he was still like a high-value trade. He um, was the big high spot for the Texans last year in a, in a the, miserable season. Was, he, was yeah. their, he was their Saquon last year, yeah. wasn't he, really? Yeah, yeah, I mean, effectively. I, I actually looked back through our league. So we got the redraft league. He went round five halfway through was that to me that was to I you think i picked him up yeah. that was to you have you dropped him to the waivers no yeah you, you tried it. trading him with me for a bit and that went nowhere and then but i did you a favor by taking garrett wilson off you and that's fucking been a waste of time um jets, jets, jets. and he went uh round six start round six in my best ball league so he, okay, yeah. he, he had power behind him but that has dropped off the jets yeah. are 26th in points given up to the position uh, Pierce is also $700 cheaper than Singletary. Um, yeah. They are likely to be pay- playing with a huge lead, regardless of Garrett Wilson, who is a star, and just waiting for that to actually come to light. He um, is a star. <laughs> yeah, he is a star. He'll get there. He'll get there. But I, I don't think this is the game he gets there in. Um, they tend to throw the ball like maniacs over in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they are going to be eventually so far ahead that it's just yeah. back central and then like their own B-Tech Mostert and A-Chan in yeah. Damian Pierce and uh, Singletary. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I looked at um, Pierce and uh, one of the other reasons I thought, obviously with with you saying about um, the Texans getting a, a big lead and, and giving, handing it off to the running backs, Obviously, Tank Dell is out for the season as well, yeah. so they might be a little bit more reliant on the on the running game if if they haven't got one of those. Well, effectively their main weapon this season. I think to um, throw it too, so. I think Noah Brown is questionable as well. Still, yeah, potentially yeah. even doubtful. Yeah, um, so it's it's Nico or or the runners really. I suppose it could be so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, good good shout. Good shout. Thank you, mate. An actual sleeper. Who'd have thought it? What a a novel idea on this sleepers podcast. Um, Who's your wide receiver one then, Pew? That's probably about (laughs) 7,000. You want a sleeper? (laughs) I I mean... Oh, oh, I'll give you a sleeper. I'll give you a sleeper. I'll give you $3,500 for a wide receiver. No, it's not Trey Palmer season. Should always Um, be Trey Palmer. It it is. Jameson Williams... Uh, for the Lions against the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field, um, it would be a bit of a stretch for me to claim that Jamison Williams is finally being trusted by Dan Campbell now. Mm. Um, but then, so is saying Die Hard's a Christmas film. So <laughs> I'm going to go for it anyway. Do you know what? Just, um, just I'm going to jump in, go off on a tangent. If Die Hard's a Christmas film, so is Catch Me If You Can. Watch Catch Me If You Can instead. It's yeah. a much better film. Much better film. I love film. Catch Me If You Can. They're always talking at Christmas. It's an actual line in it. Watch that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, carry Agreed. on. Um, he's the 12th overall pick in the 2022 draft. Um, injuries and suspensions have hampered his NFL career so far. But over the last few weeks, he seems to be popping up with vital contributions for the Lions. 
who are charging towards the division title this year. Um, the Bears' defense has improved lately uh, since Matt Eberflus took over play calling duties on the defensive side. Um, you like him, don't you? No, but OC Ben Johnson of the Lions has plenty of chicks up his own sleeve. Um, and if Jameson Williams only gets two or three plays in the game, um, as he has the last couple of weeks, it wouldn't surprise me if they are very valuable ones and he picks up fantasy points on the basis of that. He had a big week last week, um, so he might just be starting to come into the fry. See, I, I talked about this on the, the main show. Um, okay. That I get invited on every. Oh, you again. do the main show, are you? Yeah, I do. You you've never been on it, mate. But um, no, I, you know no, they no. they know who the star is, I suppose, don't they? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But they can't get me. I'm too busy. So that's exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly what it is. Uh, no, I was talking with Johnny B about it about how I've kind of got, and I assume everyone else, sort of in your back pocket, you've got those sleepers that you can't really fit anyone mega decent mm. on your side, but they're just your go-tos. Trey Palmer is a perfect example. Yeah. Um, Kate Otten. Like, they're not all from the books, but they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They might as Sounds well be. like they might all be from the books. It's mainly you, because though, yeah. the books are wank and their players are cheap. <laughs> mm. Um, But Jameson Williams is another one of those where yeah. you think, you know what? I've got three and a half grand left. I'll throw him in. You never know. Yeah. And the plays he makes tend to be high value ones certainly yes when you compare it to the 3500 price tag um, yeah he's very i think he had one players. one rushing carry last week against the saints but it was a 19 yard touchdown which yeah. pretty much sealed the game so um yeah he, and again 12th overall pick like in the last but one draft mm. um the guy has clearly got potential um as i said injuries and and then i think he was part of the the betting suspension scandal that hit the Lions earlier on in the yeah. at the start of this season so um he has missed a lot of time uh but the, the like I said the, the guy's clearly got talent um and if he can start getting trusted by Dan Campbell to to not be a bit of a lunatic then um yeah I, th- I think he's got a, a big role to play in the Lions side yeah, I'll let you have that one. That is a, a back sleeper. Three and a half thousand, you're not kidding. Yeah, that one counts. That one counts. So my wide receiver is cheap as chips, but not quite as cheap as your chips. Yeah. I come from a higher class part of the world and chip, oh, chips yeah. don't come cheap around here. Our no, potatoes no. Are, are free range. Um not grown in cages. Um yeah. away, they feel sad. away against the Niners. Oh four thousand one hundred. Oh, Jackson Smith in Jigba. Nice. Or Smigba, as I tend to call him. Okay. Because it's shorter than saying Jackson Smith in Jigba. I could What's say with JSN. JSN. But yeah, I quite I like, like JSN. I quite like saying Smigba. Smigba. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the kind of guy I am. Like the Seahawks, I tend to call them the Squawks for no other reason than it makes me and my daughter laugh. That's it. That's all that matters. That's all in that life. matters. And smigma. As long as you're laughing. Smigma is the sort of a word that a six-year-old finds absolutely hilarious, and yeah. also apparently a 36-year-old man with no social life finds hilarious. Anyway, I'm going for Jackson Smith in Jigba, JSA yeah. Smigma. Uh, they are going to have to throw it to keeper with the Niners. Um, they got 13.2 points against Cowboys last week. Mm. In a you, game where they had to throw it. In to a keep game up. where they had to throw it against a cracking defense. Mm-hmm. This seems similar to me. Um, it's just whether the Seahawks are a bit too battered by Cowboys' defense last week, and now they've got to go up against the 49ers. And yeah. is Gino going to get enough protection to actually get the ball out? Um, he's a bit 
touchdown dependent um, if he's going to end up being a weak winner for you. But if he gets one at 4,100, like, that's all you need. That's a steal. 50 yards is kind of good at 4,100, isn't it? It's kind of the point of this yeah. podcast. We don't all cheat and pick um, Mattison. Um, his targets... 4,500, Jamison Williams, but yeah. His targets yeah. go up against tough defences. He had 11 against Dallas, 7 against the Ravens, Four against the Browns, but whatever. So you got a touchdown, so fucking nice saying. Um, mm. Lockett isn't the threat that he was last season. DK is still cooking, which is a word the kids say. Um, I think Smigba, Smigba has taken Lockett's workload to an extent. Not loads, yeah. but enough of it. Um, and I think you draft him where he is, you're going to play him. So yeah, I'm going for him. 4,100. 31-13, the Niners won early on in the season. So, um, yeah, you'd expect the Niners to put up points again. Um, so, I mean, yeah. what, what the, the, the Seahawks are going to have to go, aren't they? What's the Squawks record at the moment? Uh, that's a good shout. Because they, they've, they've just got to go are through they, at this point, haven't they? Four wins? Five wins? I'm trying to find them down here. Hold on. They will be down the bottom, won't they? They're six and six. Are they six and six? Six and six. They're equal with the Rams, who are also six and six, but the Rams Considering got the they, better division uh, average uh, record. Sorry, they've had a bit of a, a rough run lately as well. Yeah, but the, this is the part of the season where it is go time. It's it's boom or bust. It's throw it around and yeah. make something happen, particularly against the division rival. Yeah, um, although they're so far ahead, it's not really. And the they've rival, got a but... stinker of a. Well, they've been on a stinker of a run, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the uh, lost to the Ravens in week nine, beat the Commanders in week ten, lost to the Rams eleven, Niners twelve, Cowboys thirteen, Niners this week, Eagles the week after. So they're yeah they're on a they're on a tough run. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Tight end, big Tight slotty end. bastard. BSB, BSB. I'm going. Um, he is a backup but he's not going to be a backup this week. Travis Kelsey. Isaiah Likely. Oh, come on. All right, yeah, fine. I mean, it's it's going to be a tight end one. It's 3,500. Yeah, okay, that's cheaper Um, than my choice. All right, I'll give you that. And when we're talking about the tight ends, it's it's nigh on impossible. I mean, you can't keep picking 2,500 tight ends because you're getting nowhere. Cade Otten every week. Troutman every week. A random Cowboys tight end. If you're happy for... Five points, yeah, but I'm 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 I'm, Fucking I'm, I'm a better man than that nowadays. Free move goes off. That. Free move goes off one week, and you think they're the experts in tight ends? I am, I am, yeah. and and I and I'm picking lightly this week. Um, the best team in the AFC may have lost their star tight end. Yeah, you heard right, best team in the AFC. <laughs> they might have lost their star tight end, Mark Andrews, um, for probably the rest of the season. But likely has proven his worth to the team when Andrews has been out before. Yeah, last uh, and season I don't, he was decent. Yeah, and I don't see Lamar being afraid to use him in the passing game this week. Um, I expect the Ravens to be run heavy, especially at home um, against the Rams. Um, but likely's four for 40 yards last week was tied his most receptions um, and got two yards away from his highest yardage of, of the season as well. Uh, that was against the Chargers. The Rams ranked 29th out of 32 in points conceded by tight ends in the league. So if you are struggling um, to fit a tight end in and you've got 3,500 left, I would pick Isaiah Likely um, in the Ravens' quest to keep going to that number one slot in the AFC. 
can I just express my disappointment that you didn't squeeze in that's a likely like story? It, <laughs> yeah, because it was so tempting, but I just felt cheap doing it. I'll be honest, Mark. I'm... But isn't that your comedy? No, 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 no. I, I am high, highbrow. Big, you know, I, I, I go big or go home. I'm, I'm not just coming along going, oh, it's a likely story that he'll score a touchdown against the Rams. I mean, you, you just did say that, so I'm counting that as your shit joke of the week, but there we go. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, I would probably jump down your throat too early um, with saying it's uh, Thank you. a tight end one, but there you go. Uh, mine is also a tight end one, so I can't really... <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> it's Carl Pitts. Pizio. He's a sleeper because Arthur Smith's a prick, basically. Well, because he's been sleeping for about two years. <laughs> yeah. At home against the Bucks, 3,700. Uh, our defence is still banged up. KJ Britt is limited and he was a backup to, to begin with. Uh, Jamal Dean, Vita Vea, Devin White all did not participate in practice today. Uh, Levante David is back at least. Um, but Pitts put up 7.7 points against us earlier in the season. 9.1 points versus the Jets last week. Um, and this is a big game in like NFC South. Oh my God, it's terms. huge. Like, yeah, in, in our little shit division, <laughs> yeah. it's big for us. We're like the conference yeah. of the conference of the conference division. Um, but yeah, they, they I mean, they, they need it. If they, if they win this, put some seven and six puts us at five and eight. Um, yeah. Panthers will get hammered by the Saints, which will take them to six to seven. You assume. Um, yeah. yeah, Panthers will remain in the lowest fiery pits of NFL. Um, Good. So Good. Two puns. Stay there. Stay there, Carolina. Did you see the, the two puns in that sentence? The fiery pit? The pits. Because I'm picking oh, the Kyle fiery pits. Kyle pits. Yeah, yeah, good. NFL. Oh, hey, look at hey. go. That's look why I host this podcast. That's why yeah. I get put on the main show. That's why I'm the star. That's fantastic, there Mark. Um, Good Ka- job. Carl Pitts has hit double figures twice this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, it's us. To be honest, I'll pick anyone against us at the moment because our defence is just battered left, right, mm-hmm. centre. Um, and when even our backups are battered, like we, we need it. Thank God we've got a top five wide receiver in Mike Evans to... To keep close. This going. No, not close. close. He is. That's not up for debate. So I'm not willing to discuss that any further. <laughs> I, I put that on Twitter, and people tried to like debate me. I was like, no, no, this isn't. Deb- yeah. I haven't put this on to have a discussion. I'm telling just, you, I'm just reeling off facts. I'm just yeah. Facts don't care about your feelings. And Mike Evans is a top five wide receiver in the NFL currently. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for all those reasons, which I didn't really list many, I'm going Carl Pitts. It's quite remarkable that the books are still in with a shout of winning this division. We could um, we, not only could we qualify for the playoffs, we'd also get seventh pick in the draft. <laughs> That's how shit the NFC South is. Do you know, I mean, somebody's actually going to play a home game. Yeah, against Some, the, against the, the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to have to go. All the Eagles. One of those two are going to have to go to the <laughs> NFC South. I know. Ugh. Ugh. I know, disrespectful, really. Isn't it? Put it's that on the Saturday the lunchtime playoff game, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that. Oh, funny times. Rice, that's it. Uh, did you do a DST? We don't tend to do uh, TSTs. Li- but... No, but Lions. Lions. Lions are Bears. 3,400. I, I actually think Saints is the obvious pick at 3,900, but that's, Against, yeah, that's not yeah, a sleeper. That's not a sleeper. Um, I think 3,400 for a side that um, are playing a team got four eight takeaways in the last two games and I think have scored seven points. No, ten points, I think, mm. from eight takeaways. 
Um, we just can't do anything on our offense at the moment. So, no. um, yeah, beat beat the uh, Vikings 12-10 with four field that, yeah. goals. You did mention um, that. Yeah, I did mention that. Yeah, I, I, just, I just did again yeah, um, just to make sure that it did actually happen. It's but yeah, I, story, I, think, isn't it? I think the Lions are um, yeah, smarting a little bit. Um, lost to the Packers. Hmm. Were blowing the Saints away and then just about got over the line. So I think they'll be they'll be ripe for a, a good defensive game. I had written down the Bills away to whoa KC because you pointed out that Matt Nagy oh boy. is there and Matt Nagy is there. You're a big fan of him, aren't you, Pierre? I have I know Matt Nagy not personally, but <laughs> I've been aware of his work over a number of years. Yeah, um, and as much as Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid quite clearly like him, um, the offences of the teams that he is offensive coordinator for are um, are not exactly blowing the league away. Um, yeah, it's it's been yeah, a... I actually, I don't think the Bills is a terrible pick. It might come to bite me on the arse on Sunday. I like the Bills. I like the Bills in this game. The... Mahomes is having to hold onto the ball trying to get someone open because if Kelsey's not open, they haven't got many other options at the moment, which sounds daft because Wait, they are... What are you going to do? Throw it to Marcus again? <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, yeah, I, I reckon the Bills... Is, they're only 2,500. Saves mm. you money to get your Debos, your Chases, your um, Mattinsons, yeah. all those like stars. All so. the giants, yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the big players. Right, run us through your picks before we finish. Uh, Joe Flacco, Browns at home to Jags. Alexander Madison, Vikings at the Raiders. Jamison Williams, Lions at the Bears. Isaiah Likely, Ravens at home to the Rams. Happy days. And I've gone for Jake Browning, the GOAT, at yep. home versus the Colts. I've gone for Damian Pierce away at the Jets. Smigba away at the Niners. And Kyle Pitts home against the Bucks. Uh, and that's it for the Saturday Sleepers podcast week 14. Go and wiggle your worm and grab yourself a Marlin or whatever that catchphrase I'm trying to crowbar in is. And we will see you next week with the results. Ta-ra!